0: The break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break with Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton.
1: It is uh Monday. It's Monday here live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking about the Cowboys' big win last night. It's uh, another win, I guess. Another win to stack on top of wins that they've had this year. They go to four and one. Uh, they beat the New York Giants forty-four to twenty in their latest uh, win at AT&T Stadium, and we're gonna break it down for you. Are you guys. okay? Tell you guys, huh? Are you okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have episodes. We don't have years. No, we don't have any of this stuff. I, am I was talking to you right before, and I was on the wrong page. I do know it's season seventeen in episode number thirty-eight. So
2: yeah. If Jeff Heath, let's go. Is that gonna be your thirty-eight? No. The goat. It should be. Not for me. Not for Who's me. Quick story. Duane Hawthorne.
3: Oh, I, I remember Scooter. Scooter yeah. yeah, when I got here, I was—I didn't know nobody knew me, and and he—he he was my only guy in the locker room that I got to talk to, and he made the team. He's—he a, was a good dude, Scooter. Yeah. Dwayne yeah. Hawthorne, Ron Francis is another one though. Okay. Ron Francis, but yeah, and they go. Heath. Yeah.
1: I love it because you always throw out names that are from our early yeah. time with the Cowboys, where. We weren't very, I mean, the Cowboys were not very yeah. good at that time, but there were some good dudes on those teams, you know. Definitely. Good, good people. All right, let's talk a little bit about Roy this big Williams. win. Cowboys uh, win 44 uh, 20. Another division win. <laughs> Why do you keep laughing?
2: <laughs> you didn't hear what Beam said? Beam said oh, you don't that. have your headphones.
1: He I'm comments. surprised you didn't say Roy Williams. I think he wore 38 oh. for an hour, yeah. maybe two uh, hours. Yeah. No. Um, Cowboys get another win within the division, now going to 2 and 0 within the division. They are 4 1 overall. Uh, they take a commanding two game lead if you can call it that here early in the season mm. in the division um let's look at big picture storylines what's the story of this game let's start first with you dave
2: can, you you really want to know and it's yeah. got it's I got really
1: know. it's got nothing to do with the
2: game to be honest okay. with you this is my observation over the last like 10 hours you know I I try. We talk about this. I try to keep up with the entire league. I think it makes me better at my job. I also just love football. Uh, So I, I, I listen to as many podcasts as I can. I do the same thing that you're doing right now. I don't listen to the break on my drive to work, but I listen to I know I'm sorry. How vain! How vain would that be? I listen if I to our just, show every day. You listen to your own voice. No, I for listen an hour. to our
1: show because I want to know how I can be better, how we can be better, like all those things. Go what,
2: ahead. I do that sometimes. Whatever. So I'm I'm listening to my NFL podcast as I get ready today and drive to work. Not a word about the Cowboys, and that's amazing. Why is it amazing? Wow. Why Why is that amazing? It's great. That's a good thing. Yeah, but I would have thought they'd been all over
1: it because ratings no. are still ratings. So people love to talk about the Cowboys.
2: No. Because they beat the crap out of them. And not only that, but it's just expected. They're like, yeah, the Cowboys are really good. They wa- they waxed the Giants onto the next thing. We got to talk about Bill's uh, Bills, Chiefs. We got to yeah. talk about Brown's Chargers. It's just, it's not a storyline. Yeah. It's not a storyline that they absolutely dominated a third team in a row. And that's exciting because not only are they doing it, but like people are just taking it for granted. Like, well, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys are great. We knew that, so that's really my big takeaway. Sorry, it's, it's not about the game, but, no, that's, but that,
1: is, that is a big because that's a different storyline. That's not the storyline we've think, been used to for a long time. Peep I think the
2: league, the league is on notice. Like yeah. the league sees what's happened. They're just like, yeah, that. that I mean, the Cowboys look pretty special, and beating yeah. the crap out of a woeful Giants team is not impressive to people based on what they've been doing so far. Nick, big picture story. Uh, they they won by twenty
3: four points against a division team. They look like crap for, huh. for a while. And and uh, that's impressive to me. Because you're going to have moments like that. You're going to a lot of pressure. Dak can say what he wants. He's human. He knows what the game is. He knows what month it is. He knows what week it is. And he knows the opponent and all that stuff. And, you know, they, they came out. Had had a few turnovers. And, and defense kind of sloppy in a little bit. But... When it was time to kind of put it on them, they did. And I understand the Giants had a ton of injuries, you know, uh, and nobody cares. And nobody cared about the Cowboys last year. No one cares about this. So, you, you know, you got to do it. and But you got to beat a team like that by 24 points. You, you know, they're, they look like a Thursday night high school football team, which is a okay. JV. That's what they look like. And, yeah. and they were playing with those type of players, and so you better beat them and they did and and that's, that's just impressive to keep doing it that way and keep and, and we haven't always seen the cowboys just kind of you know they play to the level of their competition not 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 this team, not right now
1: so yeah, we got some storylines that we're gonna go. I'm gonna go through. Uh, we remember if you remember on Friday we went through all the storylines of the game. So I'm gonna run through some of those, and I want. I mean, like, how do you even judge? Like all the guys we spent most of the week talking about didn't finish the game. Well, if, speaking of which, that's where we're gonna start because we talked about this being a game where it could possibly be, you know, the type of game that was a trap game. You know, you kind of look past them. You don't think they're as good. That all being said, Dallas started off kind of sloppy, as mm-hmm. you said, Nick. And had it not been for injuries to Jones and Barkley and Galladay, do you think this would have been a different sort of game? Would we be talking about this game a little differently today than we are right now? No. I
2: don't. I just I I don't know. I they played sloppy. They really did. And I I agree with Nick completely. Like it's impressive that they were able to play as poorly as they did for as long as they did, and it was still a laugher. Um, but like at no point, even and I know you know Saquon got hurt on like the second play of the game for them. I get that, but at no point, like even when Daniel Jones was in there, did I feel like the game was getting away from him. You know, I, it's ten to ten there, and after they they scored, so you get, it's
3: kind of getting them. You know, I thought that was. The moment of the game is when when they mm-hmm. answered, um, and how they answered. But you know, uh, yeah, Glennon is not your running threat like Jones was, and and so he probably throws the ball a little little bit better, maybe. But um, I, I don't think it, I still think the Cowboys win. They probably don't win by twenty four. You know, Barkley's not D- Devonte Booker, and you know, so, but Galladay getting hurt did nothing because he didn't do anything. I was he. I don't think he had a target. Three three or. targets. Three tar- I'm sorry. Yeah. no catches, catches though. Right. Yeah. I just may, it's, okay. It's, this is this is sick. Oh, we we got a we got an elephant. You know, let's go. <laughs> you, Elephant's just you, sitting right there. His name is Trayvon
1: Diggs. It's right, just, oh, gee, okay. We'll I want I, to elef- I wanna, I wanna hear what you're about to say, and then Wilson doesn't oh. get to the elephant as soon. Maybe maybe
2: gonna they it. win that game 34 to 21 instead of 44 to 20. I think I still think they win by 10 plus points if if like my, if my, my guys healthy. were
3: calling it all weekend. I don't know what Rob picked or whatever, but I know. I mean, I mean, <laughs>
2: Dave tweets out. You know, I don't care. Who, that was okay. That's a jo- that's a joke. Like I wasn't actually. That's not a game prediction. You that's, said Cowboys by twenty four. That was a joke. That's I that's I do a I, I do that almost every week where I am just like I don't care if it's Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, blah 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 blah. Yeah. It's Tommy just, Lee Jones. That's or... just me having fun. But I mean, they did. They by twenty four. They now, hit the mark. Now Kyle yeah. Yeomans hit forty
3: four twenty. Did he on, on the dot? Wow. 44-20. Okay. Uh-huh, you didn't yeah. see him read you know, post it, retweet it, and, no, and pull it so, into his own Twitter. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm sure he yeah, let yeah. everybody know.
3: Yeah, yeah. I hope his arm's not broken. But um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, no, it, it, that's impressive. It I, is impressive. I've only done it one time ever, yeah, and yeah. and it, you know, I, not that I can remember. I think I would have pat myself on the back too. No so uh, no, it's impressive, especially 4420 like that. Um, but digs. I mean, this is sick.
1: I mean. This- I don't even know how you even really describe it anymore. I mean, the 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 interceptions that he's making; these are not your. I'm just in the right place at the right time. Ball gets tipped and I grab. He got it. after that guy on Twitter. <laughs> well, I didn't really go after. I'm just like, what? What do you want? Like, <laughs> he, he was like, "It's Glennon. Relax." Right. Like, 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 okay. What about, about the all the others? Oh, like, you know,
2: what about Justin Herbert? Right. What about Tom Brady? I mean,
1: this guy's doing some amazing things, and I will be honest with you. Even if it were the type of un- interceptions where, you know, guys just in the right place, right time, ball getting tipped in the air, we ain't seen it. Like, it ain't happened in a long time around here. So um, imagine
2: watching DB play for this team for the last 10 years hey. and giving a damn how the interception comes about. Right. But, but it's outstanding. We haven't seen these type of picks. Right. No, no. And that's, I, I do wonder. I, I haven't had a chance to go back and look. I mean, he was beaten. He was beaten on that throw, or at least it looked the like deep it. Throw? Yeah, and that's yeah. which. So was was he?
1: was he baiting him? <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't know. He, I don't either. He slingshot it up there though, didn't he? That's that's when you made the the comparison to Dion yeah. Sanders, and you saw Dion do that throughout his career. Like Just, he would, everything presented as though. This guy actually beat Dion, and then the quarterback throws the ball, and then Dion be like, "Hey, hey got gotcha. nice. you." You if know, I mean, you thought. If you,
3: you thought. haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, and and Cowboy fans have, but but if if you're just a little bit younger, maybe haven't seen it, just Google Dion Raiders 1995 because that's what that play was. It was his first year with the team, maybe his second or third game, and Rocket Ismail had him beat. Now Rocket. Can run, Rocket can run. Oh yeah, and he they had don't call him Rocket for nothing. And he not only caught up to him on a deep ball, just jumped him, caught it, you know, just G O M B, just got him, and then showed the ball and came back with it. It was a very similar type of play. Just Dion Raiders, nineteen ninety five, same type of play.
2: Yeah, I'm just happy Richard Sherman let me off the hook because I don't like to. I don't want to talk out of my butt and and exaggerate and say things that aren't true. But if one of the best corners in modern NFL history says you're DPOY, I'll, let's okay, go let's go. <laughs> I don't feel stupid saying it then. If no. Richard Sherman thinks it, and I and I did the same thing in my column. I mean, because I think Deion Sanders
3: is the greatest football player the Cowboys have had. Uh, maybe not Larry Allen, but I mean. Right up there, I mean, greatest athlete, the you know, in, in NFL history, maybe in sports history, unbelievable. But um, he's Dion. I mean, Diggs is playing at that level. He's he's the, We haven't seen anybody do what he's done, you know. And I looked this up. Dion had his seven interceptions was the most he ever had in a, in a season. He had six when he won DPOY. Is that right? Yeah, D, DPOY, Defensive Player of the Year. He mm-hmm. had six. Now he did have three hundred and three return yards. Mm. Uh, he was taking it to the house but it's this is this is like that and something's got to give i said this on the radio if you might have heard that a great corner does one of two things they lock down the number 1 receiver and shut him down or they just go get the ball and get interceptions but when you're doing both that's
2: that's insane it's wild man and and he it's funny like they they were they were throwing at him and he had a couple chances oh. at it and that it was it was fantastic watching the crowd at the stadium. like, Because Diggs made two or three plays on the ball before yeah. the pick, and you can just hear the crowd go like, oh! like just <laughs> Everybody can tell. It's like, that's seven. Yeah. He's doing it again. It's so, so fun to we watch talk, him play. We,
3: my dad, he's a, he listens all the time. Yeah. He texts me throughout the game a little bit too much, but he'll, he'll text me, you know, and he'll be like, this defense is so fun to watch, and they used to be so scary to watch. Yeah. <laughs> It was frightening to like watch the defense yeah, and now you're just like, Oh, you know, it's kind it's of exciting. exciting. It's like, yeah. oh we got to get back and see if Diggs gets another pick. Yeah.
2: I've never felt that way the whole time I've covered this team. They didn't have playmakers like that. Not even not even like when the defense was solid, like in sixteen or eighteen, where you like, All right, let's see what they
1: got on deck today. Well, usually you had a great pass rusher in those days. When you would get two thousand seven, you know, those years, whenever they had a good team, they typically have a good pass rusher. Yeah. I've never in the time I've been here had watched them have a really great, and uh, great uh, secondary guy. You, you know, you know who we can thank for this: Calvin Ridley,
3: Amari Cooper. Oh. I don't know who the receivers are.
2: All the ones, that all are the are in ones the NFL right now, all the like, ones that that digs weren't better. You know, than Jerry,
1: the, Judy, Jerry, Judy, Henry, Rugs, yeah. yeah, yeah, all those guys that win the first like, round. Trayvon,
2: have you thought about playing corner? Because we got a lot of first-round picks <laughs> at receiver. We sure, should come on over I mean, here.
1: And I, th- I said
3: it here not too long ago. I'm mean, like. He has those kind of skills that you could see. Yeah. If you didn't have all these star receivers on this side, you could see where we may have to run a couple of plays for him, you know, because he's got that kind of ball skills.
2: Yeah, I I laugh to myself, and I'm not I'm, I'm not throwing not trying to throw shade at Jordan, but I was laughing thinking about how fun this offense is. I was like, we're not that many years removed from when they just had a cornerback go out there and run the jet sweep instead of all these different playmakers. Yeah, yeah, that's I wouldn't be down to see Trayvon do it though. <laughs> I want to see it at least once
1: <laughs> just to see. Yeah. You
2: know what's kind of weird about it? And this
3: this could be uh he could be baiting everybody, but he he walks around like he's fifty two years old. He does. He might be hurting or whatever. He's kind of like uh, yeah. you know you tell he's got something wrong with him. But <laughs> I think it might be a game.
1: The whole game, I was like, man, Trayvon doesn't look like he's right. Oh, he just almost intercepted another oh, one. Yeah. Uh, Trayvon doesn't look like he's right. Oh, he got that one. Like, he's just – I don't know. You're, you're right. It's kind of the Jim Brown thing. They say Jim Brown used to always do that where, you know, after every run it took him 20 minutes to get off the ground and kind of make his way back to the huddle, and he'd break you for 60. <laughs> like, it's just like that's what, that was his game. That was how he did it. Whatever know? works. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Who's how Jim did, Brown? I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, I kidding. Know, you know, I'm, but I, but the point is, when you said, it, I'm thinking there are some people out there that are right now, like Jim Brown, who's that? Did he play for the Cowboys? Raiders? Hope, um, that's not true. I hope no. not. No. Um, th- how did they use Trayvon Diggs though? Yesterday, were they? Was he? Was he Galladay. traveling with Galladay? Yeah, he was. And he was. that's it, why Galladay didn't. He didn't do anything.
3: Now. Yeah. That's what's you know you say it all the time. Well, well they're, they're not. They're not gonna going to keep throwing at him. Well, if if you want your best receiver yeah. to be a factor in the game, you know, you you need to. Yeah, it's it's this is this is unprecedented. I mean, I just haven't seen this stuff. And even I'm not gonna say his name anymore. I'm I'm done talking about him. But some of the other great cornerbacks, they don't always travel like this either. Yeah. So
2: we have to talk about him at least a little bit because uh, Zeke did a high step into the end zone too. So That's it's true. just a It's just a Dion kind of vibe going on right
3: now. A lot of now. weird things happened yesterday. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and one of them being. Zeke falling on a pylon that I don't even know why is even there.
1: Yeah, why do you need
3: that there? You know where the first down is. Like, why do you need another pylon? Is that one harder?
2: It must have something in it. I think we're we're so in the weeds. I know. I don't know where we got here. I think they put that there so that you have the camera in the pylon to see if the ball gets over over the line. Yeah. Okay. But I don't. I mean, I love that idea. I'm well. (laughs) It's a good idea. Why Put a I mean, laser on it. How well, about that? We talked about this after the Eagles fiasco. Mm-hmm. Like, I just why do why do out of shape guys with chains decide where
1: the? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. None of it does. It makes no sense at all. Okay, I did have one other question <laughs> on Trayvon Diggs for you guys. If you remember, on Friday I asked you guys over under nine and a half interceptions for Trayvon for the season. You yeah, want to change your. No, your I, opinion? Sw- I you said, said over. Said, you said over. Nick, I said, said under, under. I went eight and a half. You ready, you ready to change your opinion? He only needs what four more. In uh in ten with eleven games?
3: I mean, you know there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a little bit of a you know is, slow down.
2: It, is there? I've been like I said, I'm just trying to play the numbers. I've been banking on it to stop for three weeks right. at this point. How many
1: does Anthony Brown have? Two. Two. And Which is that's and the most he's had in a season in his entire career. Dix has he six. He did it twice,
3: yeah. Yeah. I bet he closes the gap on him a little bit, though. I really do. I think he will. Just, be, just the way this thing's going to play out, I think he's going to start getting a little bit more. He's the Larry Brown to Dion. Mm-hmm. You know that you're going to
1: benefit from some of these.
2: He he's gonna saw, be a Super
1: Bowl MVP. I love ooh, it. Okay. Cool. I would.
2: <laughs> I would just just bury me. Just I would. I'll die with a smile on my face if
1: Anthony Brown. Is so awesome, Super Bowl MVP. It? I saw your tweet yesterday. Like. Come on, guys. Like I He just, is perfectly solid. I love the way you put it. He is perfectly solid. That's what he is, he, right? He
2: is He is like an average he grade. He said that?
1: Yeah, he yeah. tweeted that. Oh, okay. Because yeah.
3: ah. somebody tweeted at me, tell me again why you said Anthony Brown is solid, and oh. I said because he is. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what he is.
2: That's exactly what he is. You know, he's, he's public enemy number one now because Jalen's gone. Well, he's, and he's he, scoring touchdowns. Yeah, was. no, for sure. No, uh, but no. he, he, you know, he gave up the desperation. Third down to uh, was that that was that was Tony's like first catch right thirty eight yarder I mean it was that no play has that play reminded me so much of Madden just some twerp kid rolls out on third down kind of just extends the play and throws it up and you're just like that this is what we're doing it's not even real football that's what that reminded (laughs) me of and I mean you're gonna lose some of those Anthony Brown is he's just like he's just at the average mark he's he's a fine. NFL starter and people want to kill him for that. That's okay. I mean the way the NFL is, you're just not you're not gonna have a Trayvon Diggs at every position. Yeah. And I just I think it's funny that people hate him so much for being decent. Yeah, somebody asked me on Twitter when when jo- when Joseph comes back, whose spot does he take? I was like
3: yeah,
2: Nashawn Wright?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's I mean <laughs> I'm not gonna write off the possibility that he starts getting reps and Yeah, he needs to, sure. But he needs. He yeah, needs so, reps. there's no.
1: no reason. There's nothing I've seen so far going through training camp uh, that suggests to me that he's better than Anthony Brown right no, now. So a, why mess with that? Because no. no. I'm telling you, when, in
3: two weeks, you got you got New England. Yeah, you get through this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a game. You know, it's the, they got the best coach ever over there. So yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a game. And I'm just guessing the weather will cr- will be crappy. I don't know, but it probably will <laughs> yeah. be. And then you know you got a bye nasty, week, and then then you have you got yeah. Minnesota, which they've got. You know they've got receivers.
2: They've got one that's great, and then Adam Thielen's not bad either. So I'm just saying yeah. they will be tested. You know, going back to my point from the top of the show, I just like do, do we? How deep into this do we need to get? Like I just well, on to that's the what next you were one. saying. You're saying like, when you were trying to prepare it last night, you were like, "This these games suck to prepare because it's like, oh, okay, well he was good, he was he good. was, good. He was, he was good. good, yeah, right." <laughs> just on like just get, get out of the way, Giants. Nobody cares about you. You're bad. We knew you were bad. We yeah. knew this wouldn't be a game. It wasn't. It, I mean the Cowboys slopped around and tried to make it interesting and I, I don't know if that's is that a trap thing like is that what fans are worried about like were they not focused or and and Dak kind of talked about that he was like you know maybe the injury was lingering in the back lingering in the back of my mind maybe it took some time for me to get past that mm. um, but for them to for them to look as sloppy as they did and Mari Cooper said
1: I, I love, love when were you gonna when are you gonna bring that up Absolutely love this quote Let's we're, tell you what. let's take our take our break we'll come back I want you to tell everybody okay. a little bit about that cuz you interviewed him yeah. and the quote you put on Twitter I absolutely love it
2: I didn't tweet a better one honestly
1: okay, he was, you so, can tell he was us amazing that You yeah. can tell us that. One. we'll do that when we come right back This is DallasCowboys.com radio
0: It's not complicated.
2: At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit ATT.com for details.
1: Back to the break.
3: Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside AT&T Stadium. Enjoy yard games, Cowboy cheerleaders, performance, beer gardens, and much more. A game ticket is required. For more information, visit at and slash Miller Lighthouse.
1: Welcome back to the second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking about the Cowboys win 44-20 over the New York Giants. Uh, they are now at four and one and two and zero in the division. Uh, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about Amari Cooper, and he had some interesting things to say uh, last night after the game. Uh, I think our producer Chris Beam has some of that. Uh, let's listen to that. What did he have to say?
4: It's not about the opponent we play. It's 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 about like our standard. It's about like us being the best we could possibly be um, because you know our mind, our mindset is on a championship. Um, to be a championship you want to be clean like as an offense our goal should be to score every drive when you score every drive how can you lose you know and so um, when we fall short of that um, that's when I kind of get like worried a little bit because you know when you're on a roll like this it's just uh, you start thinking about a Super Bowl you know I mean that's that's just the reality of it and um, you start to want it more and more and more and more the closer you get you know and you just start to worry about the little things more, like um, if we get stopped this drive, thing. What if that happens, you know, later? And see, that, that's just how I'd be looking at it. Yeah. But um, we just gotta, we just gotta play a little bit cleaner. And I think we could. That's the only reason I'm talking like this because I really think we could.
3: Um, I'm laughing because not because of what he said because I know exactly what happened because I've been down there I know exactly that the bus drove away halfway through that oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because uh, it's that's bus it's yeah. sitting there they got to get the air conditioner on and all that and then the bus finally drives away and you're thinking God I wish I wish Amari would have started a few minutes later but okay sorry
2: I'm just derailing that point that's. I love that he said it though. I so when you hear the phrase Super Bowl, that's when everybody's eyebrows perk up mm-hmm. obviously. But the and I tweeted about this. What what really stood out to me, like Amari was I felt like he was just dying to get that off of his chest. Like may, maybe I hadn't been doing a good enough job getting to the question he wanted to answer cuz I even I tried to be nice to him. I was like, "Well, you know, y'all weren't very good in the first half, but does it say something encouraging that you played that poorly and still were able to? And like, I didn't finish my point. He was like, "Nope, that's no, that's not good." I no, that we're not taking positives from from playing like crap for a half. That's basically what he said. And um, he he said it's all about perfection. That's the goal. We've got to be clean. And like, he just he wasn't having it. And like, he. I mean, he said it himself. He's like, "That's what's on my mind." And how can you not think about that when the team is playing this way? And like I said, like he just he was on a mission to get that point across. I felt
1: like, yeah, I, I remember asking you guys last week about that and what gives you confidence or not that this team is the type that won't like read their press clippings and get too satisfied with everybody talking about them. Those are the kinds of things. Um, and you talk about leadership. Like Those are the kind of things that if your leaders are thinking about and saying and doing, then you expect the team's going to be listening to that. And that's how they're also going to respond. It's not good enough to win 44 to 20 when you had moments that just yeah. weren't very good. I'll tell you this, Nick. We might, we might have to fight or something, man. I don't know. Like
2: it, it I, it's fun getting to do that, especially when they're playing this way. So I, I got to if behind the behind the curtain a little bit. The way this works in the post-COVID age, we don't. You know, we used to just flood into the locker room and talk to whoever we want to. Obviously, that's a no-no right now. So the heavy hitters are made available on the big podium. Uh, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, Trayvon Diggs. Right now, I would assume if Micah some, Parsons, yeah. Well, not even him. Like, it's really – like, the, the big of the big. Those, those guys get well, to – I thought Michael was on yesterday. It's, was he right. on? I
1: thought so. Seven
2: different okay. one. Okay, good. Big, big podium. Got it. The big of the big. Then there's an ancillary room oh, yeah, yeah. where you go sit down at a table. And it's, you know, Micah – whoever had a nice game. And then everybody else uh, just – it's been Nick for the better – for a year. Yeah. Uh, it was me last night. But just literally everyone else that the press might want to talk to, they put in a request. Uh, PR brings those guys to me. I put my phone in their face for three to five minutes and blah, blah, blah. So I I talked to like 10 guys in the span of about 15 minutes last night. And when they're playing this way, yeah. it's fun, man. <laughs> and and I just came away with the impression, especially Amari Cooper is a great example. Um, You heard what he had to say. I don't have to say anything else. But even like – and this one really registered with me. Zach Martin – He's he's a good quote but he's not like like he's not going to say something like that. He's yeah. too he's too smart. Mm-hmm. He knows better. But the like the look in his eye just about the way this team is playing, you can tell. And I even asked him. I was like, "You've been around for a minute. You've been on some good teams. Like you've been on some teams that were capable of runs like this." feel kind of familiar and he's just like kind of smirking at me basically i was like you're not going to say it but i know you i know you can feel it and like the, i mean the energy is contagious with this team right yeah. now yep. yeah well we might have to fight about it because Derek wasn't derrick was up
3: in the press box with me yesterday and uh <laughs> i can't say what nick said like he didn't really
1: like it though he, he was, didn't he wasn't he, happy i he didn't I, like I, I, this is my 23rd
3: season and i've never in I've never, like, not gone down to the field and yeah. to the locker room. Yeah. I didn't like it at all.
1: So. Well, in a in a non-COVID time, like, it can be, like, 10 minutes left and Nick starts kind of poking, like, hey, man, you want to <laughs> go, go down the <laughs> side. You down. ready to go? You ready to hey, go? Well, because I like, had— Like, Nick, it's, like, 10 minutes Nick left Nick and Brian game.
2: used to be in a competition. Right, like, right. Brian wanted to go down when the fourth quarter started. Right, okay. like God, he wants to be on. down. Like, it's like—I mean, it's like a drug. Well, yeah.
3: it's also, too, this, like, mini fear of—, of the crappy elevator, yeah, you know, this is, which is the one reason why Washington is got one thing going for that stadium is the fact that you don't need an elevator. Of course, you have to walk a mile and a half, <laughs> right. but you, but at least you, you don't have to worry about elevator. But you're in
1: control of your own yeah. destiny, right? But
3: I know exactly what you're talking about, though. And and yes, it's it's fun. It's fun to go do that, talk to the guys. You know, especially because what you told me, they're all they all just come in bunches. You think turnovers come in bunches? How about interviewing players after
2: a game like that? About four are standing Dude. there. But if you win. They're probably like, cool. No, like that's the funny thing is, so again, I mean, I don't think anybody cares too much about the mechanics of how this works, but like, you know, you try to have a conversation with a guy and have rapport and kind of build a relationship all the of So I'm, I'm having a nice chat with Malik Turner, probably a four minute interview, which is not long. Yeah, M- I said Malik. Cooker. I said yeah. Malik. I was about to. Malik. Well, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, no. I was going to say like, Malik Hooker. I'm sorry. That makes sense. Malik Hooker. Just
1: kind of talk to Malik.
2: No. Uh, so me and Malik Hooker having a nice little chat. Not a long interview by any stretch. And I look over. And, like, Anthony Brown, Tony Pollard, uh, Carlos Watkins, like, there's just a line of guys that PR's got waiting to gotta talk to me. Got to talk to Hellman. I want to talk to Hellman. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, holy crap. All right, I got to wrap this thing up. These guys are going to be <laughs> pissed. And number two, I'm like, wow, the fact that they're even waiting around is right. a sign of how well the team's like. Anthony Brown, he's he's not a jerk by any stretch. He's always been nice. He's always been a pro. But he knows what people say about yeah, him. Yeah. He Like, he knows. And so he, uh, I even remember – Going way back, if he, he got mossed during OTAs by CD, mm-hmm. you know, and and it, like it wasn't a catch in a game situation, and he was like, he was so salty because it went like mega viral. He was like, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a catch. Y'all just picking on me because 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 I'm me. And so my point is just like. Again, he knows he's not everybody's favorite player, but after that game, he was dying to talk to me. He was like, "Yeah, this is what I saw. Damn right, I saw that throw coming from a mile away. They tried it two on me two other times yesterday, and I finally got him." I was like, "Damn!" Like everybody on this team is in an amazing mood. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: without a doubt, I, I guarantee you, Tyron Smith wouldn't have waited like that. I do know that. Tyron. <laughs>
2: well, he might not have waited, but uh, Tyron, Tyron Smith stopped by to mess with Tyler Biotish while I was interviewing
1: him. So. Yeah. Well, you know, let's take our final break. And when we come back, I do want to talk about Tyler Biotis because he had some moments yesterday that were a little bit shaky as well. And I think that's something worth discussing. We'll do it when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for 229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff.
0: Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Be
3: the first to receive new offers, event information, and more when you sign up to receive text messages from the team. Text COWBOYS to NFL DAL. That's 635-325
1: to receive 10% off your next Pro Shop orders. Welcome back. Final segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the Star, we were talking about some different storylines from the game. If you guys remember last week, one of the questions I asked you Friday was, how did Dallas's, how would Dallas' offensive line, and specifically I was talking about guys like Tyler Biotis, Terrence still, some of the younger guys, handle the size and power of the New York Giant defensive front. Uh, they did give up two sacks yesterday, uh, and they gave up five quarterback hits. Let's zero in a little bit, and tell me how, first of all, you thought – Tyler Biardich played uh, in that under those circumstances.
3: I you know they're obviously running the ball pretty well and so I know, a lot of that comes from him and they make checks Even early like when that. they were sloppy yeah. they were running the ball. They're running before. the ball. Yeah. I mean he you know he I'm sure he's doing he's part of that. He's doing a nice job in there, but the shotgun snaps are an issue. They were an issue last year uh, when he was a rookie. I know they were an issue for Andy Dalton and they're I I think they're becoming an issue with Dak as well. The ball is 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 all over the place, and the one he dropped was not on Biash. It wasn't. But trust me, when you're thinking about where the snap is going to be, that you're always thinking that, you know. And so um, it's probably in his head a little bit. I mean, those those snaps are not are not great
2: at all and uh that's that's one thing that needs to be cleaned up for sure i'm glad you said that because i did think it was ironic the one that let the one that led to a fumble looked fine to me yeah i mean it looked more like dak was a step ahead of the action there but there was one that he had to reach up for there was another one that was off to the side uh i i talked to tyler about it he wasn't super eager to chat about it just kind of next play mentality good or bad you guys just gotta keep rolling I was like cool I mean it, it didn't it didn't kill you but yeah I mean in a in a close game against a better team that's just not yeah. stuff that can happen
3: I feel like this is the the version of the um like clock management type thing where it's like you know because last few weeks it's like it's been something it's like okay it didn't kill you but down the road yeah and this is kind of that that down the road and you know and I feel like I can say that even more so because I've never been comfortable with this position since last year. I just didn't like the way they approached it. There's no recourse to it, too. You know, anybody else, you're like, well, put in who? Put in Connor Williams? I mean, that ball will be all over the place. Yeah. So for who? For what? (laughs) It's really what you can't do anything.
2: Yeah, Yeah. You know, I just wonder I wonder how well Connor McGovern's practicing that they've been open about the fact that that's something that's happening. He's getting reps in practice. I'd like to see that. I I think if he was practicing it, I I think I would like to see that. It's it doesn't matter at this point because we're I mean, we're into the season. We're going. They didn't do it. But like, why? Why didn't they do that earlier? What Connor McGovern played center in college for a whole year? Like a uh-huh. whole season of his career was spent
1: at center, but at this point, the role that they have for him is kind of a nice role. Sure, you, and they use him quite a bit I as just, that as that extra and offensive lineman, that that sixth offensive lineman, that fullback. Like I think he has a really nice role. He's going right? sure. yeah, to yeah. get
2: the ball. Oh, for sure. Yeah, with what with what Kellen's doing, absolutely. I can't wait for that. I just mean, and, and to be fair, I have heard. Connor Williams pushed for that. Like he wanted it. May, what diversifying his portfolio for when his contract's up, whatever. But he wanted that experience. He wanted those reps. So I'm not gonna tell him no, probably, but I just they should have done more than getting to training camp and being like, Oh yeah, we don't we don't have another center. This that's probably not good. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's just that's awful. Like I and I hate, you know, you're talking about Yeoman's patting himself on the back. Like, you and me have been saying this since April, at least. So, yeah I don't know. I don't I, I don't think Tyler's terrible. I think that needs to get cleaned up for sure. And I'll, I'll steal a point from my buddy, Duke Mannyweather, uh, with o- O-Line Masterminds. He works with Lane Johnson. They do a bunch of amazing stuff.
3: And they've worked with a lot of these guys. Yeah, he's worked absolutely. with all of, them. All of yeah. them. I
2: mean, he's worked
1: with... I mean, he does his camp right here, yeah. like... 10, 10 minute. I mean, not ten minutes. More like about a ten minute walk yeah. from where we where we office. Like,
2: but right so he, here on campus, he's yeah. worked with Tyler, and he. One thing he said is like he just needs to get more confident with his offhand and, and his reaction time and all that stuff. And I just wonder if he's still working on that. I got to imagine. I have to imagine he's. Compensating for the fact that, like, I don't feel 100% confident that I can get to Leonard Williams in time. And if you're worried about that, then you're it's snapped. you're probably, you know, you don't want to be thinking about the snap, right? Yeah, and yeah. I bet that he is because he's got two or three other things on his mind. Once he's like, once the ball snapped, I, this is going to be hell. Yeah. So, and I just think that probably all ties together. That, that coach is, is really good.
3: I mean, or whatever he is, Duke Mannyweather, yeah. because I mean, you saw, saw a huge difference in a lot of the players. I'm, most notably, Isaac Alarcon. Yeah. I mean, the diff- He worked with them all summer. I mean, the difference between him being a guy that they could put in a game. Now, nothing again. I'm mean, also let's offensive line coach uh, Joe Philbin's Sure, a really good coach. Yeah, he
2: did. He worked and with Steele as well, by the way. Which, holy crap.
1: Is, well, let's just let's talk about Steel because. The the best thing you can say about any tackle in the NFL is that we're not talking about we're not talking about them. And you go back to last year and every single Monday morning on the rundown, there was a segment where we talked about the tackles and still was a part of that. And it was because they were having so many mistakes throughout the course of those games uh that, that by the time we got to this year, most of us believed why is he still here? Yeah. What what exactly is he gonna be able to do? And when Lyell was gonna be out. It was like, man, they don't really have great options here. This is not going to be good. But he has played, I think, really, really good football. And I'm just more and more wondering, like, how could he factor into this? If you're like, how do you get your best five on the field? Yeah, Him going back to the bench sound, seems a little weird because he's playing so well, right?
3: Yep. It does seem weird. But, you know, I, I wonder if, I mean, I I think, I think Lyell will be better than that. I think. But True. But I, I you know, I, he's playing outstanding. Yeah. He's playing outstanding football right now. I don't think it's just – I think it's just playing outstanding. Not because it's Terrence Steele. It's because I don't think he's given up any sacks. The, t- the penalties he's getting, it was a aggressive. You know, it was, yeah, it was I don't one get of those so – No yet. one gets that mad. You know, they've been pushed around a lot. That guy yeah. doesn't – he doesn't get pushed around really, you know. Yeah. So I, I – I, I like it. I mean, I, he's he's playing. He's he's got a little dog
2: in him more than I thought. It's wild to me, and this is something I talk about all the time. Where, what am I trying to say? Like, people just assume the best and assume the worst in the off season, you know. And and it's bit the Cowboys before. It's like, oh, all these safeties that you didn't give any money are just gonna be Pro Bowlers. That's not how the world works. Well. That's how the world works right now. Oh, you think Terrence Steele's just magically going to become this much better player because he played last season? I would never have guessed, but that like all of these things that they were hoping would happen are happening, and Terrence Steele's a big part of that. And kudos to them for fighting through it last year and giving him that time and and developing this year as well. Because uh, I just I don't think there's many people outside of. Terrence himself and the O-line room who saw that coming. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: I'll give some credit to Mike McCarthy, too, because I I was quick to give him a lot of flack last year for those players that were here that they didn't, they weren't able to do anything with. And some of the young guys, they weren't able to develop. They had a plan, obviously, for Terrence Steele, and they've made it happen, and they've developed him, and credit to Terrence Steele for doing the work. But I, I also have to give some credit to Mike McCarthy for believing in him and 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 developing him because that that's what they did. They developed this young man.
3: And, and you know you can do that. And this sounds like Brian brought us talking about you can do that when you're in your first year. Second year, True. you know, when, when you have the opportunity to, like, all right, we're going to gonna de- we're gonna develop some players here. We know Trayvon Diggs is going to give up plays. Mm-hmm. But if we play him his rookie season and keep playing him, he'll get better, he'll better, and next year he'll be probably a guy that it's we Deon. compare to Deion. Yeah. yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Which... And which, again, nobody which next year. Terrence Steele will just compare to Anthony Munoz. Probably, <laughs> Jeez. we're just going all in. I, I don't do even think... know why I didn't do any of the Cowboy. I'll, yeah, grade. I was gonna say there've been
1: some good ones around here. I don't know. Why, I have Munoz. no idea. Okay.
3: why Anthony Munoz? He was a good one though. He was pretty. He was good really, a really good. Willie Rofe. Oh my guy, Terrence Steele's got a little Willie Rofe. I mean, he's gained some weight, but
2: I mean, Willie Roach. Willie Rolf was a big dude. Yeah, I just think it's and obviously nobody would do last season again. If you had the choice, but that is a benefit of how awful it was. Is I think there was an element of like, well, if you're in hell, just keep going. You know, like right. we're just gonna keep playing mm-hmm. Terrence Steele. We're gonna keep giving these guys playing time because it's gonna Trayvon Diggs. It's gonna pay off. It doesn't feel like it, but it's gonna pay off, and it's paying and off right now. I
3: think now in hindsight, they should have done that with Biotish, uh and, yeah. Looney, and mm. Looney. Looney's yeah. out of the league. You know, Looney's on the legend Show
2: Wednesday night here at yeah. the, at the and Cowboys that's, Club. <laughs> I, right. yeah, absolutely, and that's, I know you, I know you can't tank, I know you can't do that, and and these guys have professional pride, but I do think they let the they let the minuscule chance of winning the division color some of their decisions last year, where it w- where I would have preferred they do other things and, like playing Tyler Biotis over Joe Looney, like yeah, maybe maybe Joe gives you the best chance to win right now, and they do want to win games, but let's. Let's zoom out just a little bit and consider the long term as well. You, Let, would have, you would have had Patrick
1: Sertan and not Micah Parsons, which may not have been the worst thing. But that's you know. what, well, that's what makes the draft so fun. Yeah. Let me throw this out there, and I don't know. I, I don't know that I believe this, but I want to get your opinions on it. How much do you think Dak makes Steel better? Because I do think that when you've got a starting quarterback the caliber of Dak. He raises the level of the offensive line all the way around because he's quick with getting the ball out. He knows what he's doing with it. And I think he can make your offensive line look better than they would otherwise. So how much of this that we've seen from Steele is a reflection of Dax still being there? Or is it just Steele is playing at a really, really high level? 25% Dax,
3: 75% Steele. Because in the Rams... Season opener, his first game. You know, he played okay. Last drive of the game, gave up a huge sack in the Browns game, which Dak was playing, gave up a sack too. That by Miles Garrett. A lot of people do that. But, I'll uh, say it's yeah.
1: Miles Garrett. Yeah, right.
3: But I'm just saying, you know, that changed the the tide of that yep. game as well. So Dak was here playing at a pretty high level. Before, I think a lot of it has to do with steel. But you're right. I mean, Dak sees it, knows what's what's coming, and and that can help him He'd slide up. We don't even think like that sometimes. Just
2: a uh, slide in the pocket and throw. We never think that could have been a sack. But yeah, well, and yesterday in particular, think about how many plays Dak extended. It felt like he made he must have made at least three throws where he had a guy draped around his mm-hmm. legs. You know, and yeah. well, he I'm, got hit
1: five times and yeah. had, had two sacks, so he wasn't just clean yesterday. No, no, yeah. not
2: at all. I'm I'm the first one to say like. It doesn't matter that he was playing the Giants when he got hurt and all that, but like, just I, I, my, my heart was in my throat a couple times yesterday where I was like, I just, I don't like watching Dak scramble in the third quarter of a home game against the Giants going I that way. Do with not the like sun it the way it, Nick, it was. Yeah, Nick, Nick mentioned that so I yeah. was
3: just like, I don't, I don't really like yeah. this, and I'm not, I'm not really. I mean, I am superstitious. I am when it comes to things like that. So I, enough to think about it. But I'm just kind of like, okay, just throw it over here. Punt, kick, fill go do whatever. The one,
2: sorry, no, I, we might be talking about the same one, but he broke contain in the third, I think there were like nine minutes to play or something like that, and he's coming around right tackle, and it looked like he was going to run, and I'm just like, I don't like this, I don't like this, and he threw it to, it was a throw to Schultz, yeah, which may be his best throw of the day. Yeah. I, it was a great throw. Oh, I don't know.
3: I mean, I I got three more for you, number okay. one. The touchdown to CD. Well, I mean, yeah, he just dropped well, it right in there. He did. Yeah, that Number was a beautiful two, throw. The touchdown to Cooper, which
1: which the play before was a, that that was a key play. I mean, and we said we said, man, Dak's not at his best today. He's that, a little. Home. And then that that throw is and, like, well, then he does that. And it's you know? and it's passed to Cedric Wilson, 35 yards yeah. down the left sideline. I, I mean, forgot about I mean, that. That was a that yeah, was another, right. he, he
3: was he was yeah, he made them.
1: some throws yesterday for sure. And I, honestly, that CD catch, I actually give CD a lot of credit for that because if you go back and watch it. C D kicked in another gear there. That ball, I think that's the beauty of that. That Dak has. Dak has a number of receivers that, that he can just throw it, just throw it, and they will figure out a way. Oh, I, I just need to run under this. Yeah. Okay, I have an extra gear where I can get under this, and he just runs it was, right. It up was it. just it
3: was good to get him back in there. One more mm-hmm. game of not had a lot of stats. It would have been a little. What's going on? I just get you mean that.
1: from the
2: fan yeah, and
1: media standpoint? Just, yeah, yeah,
2: which which that happens because
1: yeah.
3: people start talking.
2: I and. I don't. I, I don't know this about CD. I don't think it's true, but I like. I think there's an element of like, just redeem the faith. You yes, know, it's yeah. like it doesn't matter that you don't have stats. The offense is rolling, but like you get a belly yeah, rub yeah, in there. Yeah, you know? That's you, exactly right. You redeem his faith that that it's gonna come. You know, yeah, yeah. and like I said, I have no evidence that CD would have been frustrated. But it's just nice to just not even have to worry about it. You know? I think
1: you even said that. One of you guys said that to me after the first play when they did the little uh, bubble screen yeah. to him. I joked to
2: Derek. I was like, we didn't forget about you, buddy. Right, yeah. Yeah. We're, We're like, just taking care of you. Yeah. You know,
1: We'll get you involved I early mean, this time. They, yeah, and we'll they, see
2: how it goes. The exciting part is,
3: and this is not a disrespect to the guys that are out, but yeah. I just don't see... I can't just visualize Lyell playing way better than what we've seen with Terrence Steele. I can't visualize Gallup doing a ton more than what we've seen from Cedric Wilson. I mean, he's a different type of player. I
2: I I I think I disagree with that. I'm I'm I think. I'm excited to see what happens when Gallup comes back. I, I, am too, I think there's an but, element missing with him not part of this that well we is it, it becomes what? bombs away A is what it saying yeah. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is it sounds dumb because Coop and Lamb can obviously both do it but That's what we saw yesterday, but Gallup and Dak just have this <laughs> I mean, thing. Do. I
3: don't see what tank's gonna give that Basham's not giving you. I'm joking on that
1: one you I know guess. honestly, if you start just going down the list of what they're missing with all the guys that are out, it is hard to make a list because they're not really suffering a lot no. with, with the guys that are out. They're not. Let's uh let's also talk about
3: Jabril Cox for a got second. He got let's. his moment yesterday. Because got moment.
1: that play was
3: weird. Because the play he got in the game is goal line. Mm-hmm. And so we know, hey, they're cutting Jalen for different reasons here. And one of them, though, obviously was to get Jabril Cox in the game because there he is. We have seen that play before three years ago from Jalen. Jalen, mm-hmm. when it was uh, Kamara. We've seen uh, Deshaun, Watson Deshaun Watson running. Yeah. We've seen him run that way. and We know he can't. We, he can't do that anymore. And he did it then. Yeah,
1: can't. I don't think he he'll can't do that really. Again.
3: I don't yeah. think he can make that play. But if you just go back and watch Jabril Cox's speed that he turns on right there, and, and you know it's unfortunate what happened with Daniel Jones. Um, I'll tell you what I love. One of my favorite things that I saw: J-Ron Curse. That's a bad dude. Now, I mean, that. I mean, I'm talking about. I love the uh, attitude. No, I. I, 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 lo- I love it too.
1: Casey, I like it. I love, I love it, it, it too.
3: If I gotta go into the dark alley, I mean, I'm, I'm asking if he can come with me. You know, um, <laughs> can you hold my hand, please? <laughs> right, right. But uh, or can you just go for me? <laughs> <Can> you Just <laughs> take care of it. Um, but um, he's 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 a bad dude. And um, when Daniel Jones was looked like he was walking like it was 2:15 out of a bar. I mean, it was kind of like. Whoa. J. Ron Kirsch was one. He saw it, went up to him. I mean, he went to kind of help him and catch him. I loved that part. Yeah. I mean, I, that's you know, that's because when you're like, okay, football's done. It's there's a person, it's a man, everyone. Yeah. You know, every. I've he, heard people in the building go, "I hope that guy's okay." You know, they could just see it. It wasn't, but yeah. but what a great play by by Jerrell Cox who got himself in a few other plays.
2: That well, he played four snaps. You did of defense of defense. It, okay. that, that, I was surprised too. Yeah. But they they had a plan for him. I actually, I talked to him about that. I was like, why, why goal line? Like, why was that your thing? Why was that what they wanted to work on with you? And he's just like, I think you know, my my size and my speed comes in handy in a situation like that. And because you're dealing with
1: Saquon, you're dealing with uh, uh, Daniel. Sure, Jones. it sure
2: did. Uh, I mean, he and he he was like, I knew they were going to test me. I knew that they see that a rookies on the field. I knew. They were going to try to take advantage of it. And yeah, I mean, it it sucks that Daniel Jones got hurt on the play, but what an awesome effort. And then he told me, he obviously caught the onside kick. He told me he thought he could have housed it. And I was like, you
1: know. I thought he kind of hesitated
2: a bit when he, he did. caught it. You yeah. said that you yeah. were like, you were like, why didn't he just go down? Yeah. Well, he th- he was like they were kind of slow coming up on me, and I think <laughs> I could have <laughs> scored, but I was like, it is probably it's probably not worth it, it in this situation. Oh, that place would
1: have gone crazy. Oh
2: my god. Oh, that place I, was gone like, gone I was like, I was like, you know, CD did that last year, right? Like, are you aware of that? He was like, oh yeah, I know, and I I thought I had a chance, but
1: who was our guy back against the Eagles? Back Randall, then, Williams. Randall Williams, yes, Randall Williams returned it for a touchdown. So onside kick, yeah.
2: I, and I guess I. So it's weird because I, I was the one that said it was like they're not going to throw Cox into the fire immediately and just give him all these snaps, and they didn't. But I was still even a little surprised that in nut-cutting time, goal line, they're like, yeah, get out there, buddy. This is what you're
1: here for. I mean, it's cool for them to have that faith in him, and it's even cooler that he delivered. Well, the great part is that that just means, like, once again, they got a young player that they're going to keep developing, and let's see what he is by next year. Like, that's what I love about what they did this last year in the draft. They just threw a bunch of of pieces at the wall, and they're finding that a lot of those guys – might actually have something. Now, it's too early to really know for sure, but you really are liking what you're seeing from this draft class. Too early, too early to know about who? Because, I mean, it ain't well, too early I mean, to know about Micah. I'll just be like I'll this, throw, I'll throw I'll, Osa in there've there, been, too. There have been a lot of years where you get a draft class, and in the first two I know. years you're like, I know oh, you're my saying. gosh, like if they do this every year, and then by year four it's kind of like, well, do we really want to keep this guy? No, I don't think we're going to keep this guy. I don't think we're going to keep this guy. And then it dwindles down before you know it. You don't have any of those guys left. You're, the you're, they're not you – know? not all six of these guys that are
2: playing right now are going to be pro bowlers. Right. But, but I love are, what they're doing right now. They're off to an amazing start. Definitely. All right.
1: We appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll get a big picture look at this team and then we'll start getting you ready for Cowboys versus Patriots. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Helman, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break live on DallasCowboys.com Radio.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!